G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is John Rowe, friend of the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm real good. Let's keep this going. How are you, Weird Phil? energy to start the podcast. <laughs> better, than, better than it was earlier, I suppose. Feeling pumped uh, up now? Yes, man. We're all pumped up. And look... You've you've caught me on a bit of a weird day, John. Like, um, normally I like to record podcasts in a real upbeat, happy day, but today is nothing but a day of mourning for me. It is. Tell if I had that. a flag in my front yard, I'd be flying it at half mast. That is fucking for sure. Oh, what it happened? Is, tell tell mate, me. It's, it's, tell me how you it's feel. A, it's a tragic day. So, uh, my drive to work this morning. You know, everything was carefree. I was I was living my best life. I was. Having, you know, my double shot long black, splash of cold water on top, smashing down a mandarin. It's mandarin season and literally like... How good are they, by the way? Holy, oh, it's the best. Holy hell. And every house within me, like within a 2K range of me is growing mandarins at the moment. So I'm just picking mm. mandarins left, right and center. I haven't paid for a mandarin <laughs> in like six months. It's fucking I just, fantastic. I just see you like waking up in the morning, skipping down the road, just picking a mandarin, <laughs> just smashing it into your face. Oh, yeah. down. I've, mandarin juice dripping through the beard, just... Singing yeah, while whistling the tune. <laughs> a constant stream of diarrhea flowing out of my ass from the too much citrus. Like it's, it's, it's been, it's been majestic. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm driving to work, living my best life, you know, and uh, I pull up at the traffic lights uh, to, you know, turn off to my work. And uh, across the road from the traffic lights is is my local KFC, the you know, Holy it's, Church. It's, yeah, it's it's you know my place of worship. It's 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 God's country there, mate. And uh, I look over and what do I see? But construction fences all the way around, oh, no. with a big sign on it saying that it is closed for renovations. Um, and honestly, honestly, like uh, I don't I don't often like to get too serious on this podcast, but um, a little part of me died, John. It's, it's, <laughs> I checked the website. Apparently, it shut for six weeks. So um. Oh, you know, no. silver lining to every cloud. This will be the healthiest six weeks of my life. Um, and look, out of solidarity for my for my local KFC, I, I've I've, um, I've I've taken a vow of chastity. I, I'm not going to eat no. KFC until my local is back opened. Really, you're not going to cheat on your baby girl? Nah, man. I'm not going to do my dog like that. Like, um, I I just she needs to know she's my one and only in my life. And yeah, it's just um. It's just how it is. So yeah, it's a real somber day over here, buddy. I'm 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 not gonna lie. Man. There was a point midway through the day where I where I realized like like I feel like I was going through the stage of you know denial of grief in the, for the first half of the day, <laughs> and then I got to after lunch and it just kind of hit me like a wave where I realized I wouldn't be able to get KFC for for six weeks and it just kind of it honestly stopped me in my tracks and I was like, man, that's, that's it really real sunk shit. in. Oh my god! Yeah, it was considering also yeah. like you've been telling me like you're one you're down to like you're eating healthy for the week and you get one cheat day. Yeah, I and had. Uh, so I my saw last... what you did last week for cheat day, and I guess you could say last week was a good send off on KFC because that was my last KFC meal. <laughs> I think I've got. I'll add it in a little audio clip of because I recorded myself to send to the snap for the boys yes, on please. Snapchat of um play it right of what now. I ordered. <laughs> I'll play it right 
now. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what pause, I ordered. Pause and, after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's my KFC. And look, yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful send off. It was honestly one of the best meals of KFC I had in a while. Maybe because it would it was like two weeks between between you know water uh, between drinks at the hole for me. You know, like I yep. I had absconded from my from my baby doll for two weeks, and I took you know what I took a tolerance break. I, I realized that my tolerance for KFC was quite high, and I wasn't appreciating it as much what and, it really is. Yeah. And then I had two weeks off, and I went back, and I had my my big cheat day meal, and I was I was fucking satisfied. I was greasy, but I was satisfied. Um, <laughs> the next day was a bit rough. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. The the high diet of mandarins and KFC did nothing good <laughs> to my colon. Um, so I'm just imagining, like I've already started planning my meal for when the KFC opens again in six weeks. So oh, really? it's gonna be fucking epic. I'm gonna need I'm not gonna need to take like four days off work just to. Just to digest it, you know? Well, six weeks, I mean, that could line up nicely when I'm coming back through town. So, if it does, I'm, I promise you I'll come with you and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Eat that KFC out of chicken. Anyway, brother, uh, <laughs> enough enough talk of KFC up top of the pod. Have you been getting into anything lately? What's been getting it for you, brother John? Uh, in terms of anime or manga, nothing new. I'm keeping up with yeah. keeping up with everything I'm already booked under. Um, mm. a lot a lot more new stuff on the play. Well, one new game on the PlayStation though. Yeah. Um, if we want to talk about it now, it's a good nice yeah. little. Um, Let's go. Nice little kind of survival top-down action RPG uh, called Tribes of Midgard on the PlayStation Five. I believe it's also on PC and uh, PS4, but it's not cross-platform yet. Think, um, think Rust, if it was top-down okay. Diablo. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, build, kind of not, not as in-depth building, but you've got you to kind of protect your um, your base uh, from, from hordes of monsters that come in at a periodic time, and then you've got to go out into the sandbox world and explore, gather resources, do checkpoints and quests, um... It's got two modes. One's a survival where you just keep ticking the days over and see how far you can go and how big you can build up. And the other one is the uh, the season, which is called the Saga season, uh, where there's uh, 15 days. Each day gets progressively harder. And then within those 15 days, you've got to kind of like beat the, the raid boss, they, they're calling it. So managed to do that as well. So yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that game. I recommend it. It's only about $25 as well. So I'm guessing by the the Midgard bit, it's what what Viking Viking based. Aesthetic? Yes, yeah, yeah, very yeah, all Norse mythology. Um, mm. The the first season's based around the Fimble Winter, which is like the never ending winter that leads into Ragnarok. Um, so yeah, there's a good there's a good bit of lore there, um, and also you get invaded by Jotun giants, uh, kind of like the Ice Giant, the Fire Giants, kind of stuff like that. So. Oh shit! Yeah, cool. It's got a really good aesthetic. Um, the the co op play is actually quite good as well. Uh, mm. You can have up to ten people join your world in the saga seasons. Um, so far, I've only had one person that I've um, played with that's been complaining about their connection, but they were they were in um, the UK, so I'm not sure if they're playing the right server or not. What was happening? Yeah, no, good fun. I hope you can. I hope you can get a copy soon. Uh, you can play. It. I mean, if friend, it's friend Diablo, Josh is playing. Yeah, yeah. If it, if it's Diablo, like, I mean, I'm I'm ready to go in because I I uncovered. I was cleaning the shed the other day and I uncovered my Diablo two box set with all the DVDs, like with all the CD ROMs and the, no the game things. 
Yeah, I found it. It was like it was in the box of like the most random shit. I don't know what I was thinking because it was <laughs> the Diablo game with the Game of Life game, like the board game Game of Life. Oh, you've got and the then, board game as well. Oh, it's missing so many pieces. But anyway, and then oh no, sorry, um, the game, the board game, Game of Life, not the yeah board game of Diablo. No, okay. no, 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 the board game for the Game of Life, and like um a carton of plastic straws. <laughs> is that when you had a big coke fa- uh, you were a big coke fan yeah it was, it was like a coke phase yeah, yeah. <laughs> my coke phase you had, no, you had no, things... so much coke you had no dollar bills to line up so you just had straws <laughs> <laughs> next to, um, but yeah, next to I, your last I, copy of the bible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that I, I saw that thing and I, the, the Diablo 2 and I was like oh man I could I could install that again, and I I, I could play right, you've that. You've got again. a gaming PC, and you haven't fired it up yet, so I know it's crazy. Wouldn't that be a nice way to ease it into performance? Would be going with the extremely low res Diablo two. Oh man, I I I think I, just for my mental health, I don't think I can start playing Diablo two again because it. Man, every time I play it, it's just like, it's such a wormhole. Like that and Stardew Valley are two games that I it's I really can't, you know, pick up. Yeah, they're pretty just similar for, to each other, so I can see the I can see the correlation there. Yeah, well, they're just <laughs> fucking time wasters. Stardew Valley wrecks me, man. Last time, any time I reinstall Stardew Valley on my PlayStation or the Switch, someone should be calling Lifeline because I'm going through things. It's like that just... and Hearthstone, like in Hearthstone. Nah. Yeah. Anytime those things are getting, they're like red flags. Just fucking immediately, <laughs> fucking call help. Are you a fan of gardening or farming? Farming at all? I mean, like I like in the real life. I mean, I like I've got a heaps of plants around the house. Like, I like I like indoor plants and I like stuff like that. But like, I fucking I hate. For, like, I lived on a, a a farm in air quotations, if you could call it that, uh, for like two years and just it was a hydroponic farm, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's what they would call like a hobby farm. But yeah. I, I fucking hated it. Like, I just. The sound of roosters in the morning. And, like, now I'd be kind of okay with it. But, yeah, no. Nah, like, yeah. The farm life is not for me. I'm a, not, I'm a not very even, much... Not even a little bit of tomato. Like, you can grow your own tomatoes. That's half your breakfast. I mean, I'm growing my own parsley. Basil. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that shit's like a weed. You just plant it somewhere and it just grows no matter what. Yeah, it's the same with chives, man. We had, we had one, one bucket of chives and they just constantly go and you've got to clip them. Oh, yeah. you got to clip them all. you got to clip, gla- clip grass. Yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. Um, but speaking of, of video games, man, I got into a video game anime this week. Um, mm. So a Netflix animated, animated series called Dota, Dragon's Blood, based, based on the classic Air MOBA of the same name, Dota. I think it's Dota 2 is the big one, isn't it? Well, yeah, Dota 2 is kind of like the daddy of all MOBAs. Yeah. Um, so, I, I've Dota never played Dota. really as popular, and Dota 2 mm. kind of really cemented the whole genre. Genre, yeah. Yeah, so I never played Dota, but I, I, I've kind of been making an effort to go through all the Netflix animes that are out there just to um, see what's good and not. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I watched Dota's Dragonblood. It's eight episodes on Netflix. It was released in March 2021. Uh, animated by Studio Mir alongside with the alongside of the Netflix animation studio. Uh, it received an eight out of ten stars on IMBD. Um Really? Which, what about Rotten and Tomatoes? This, 
uh, I think uh, I think it was like at seventy six or something like that. Ooh, um, uh, I'm not not to bury the lead too much here, but that score is fucking undeserved in my opinion. <laughs> um, so nice. these eight episodes, I would say, are probably some of the most blandest anime slash <clears throat> fantasy cartoon thing I've I've ever watched. It's it's so middle of the road that it almost amounts to nothing. So. Uh, I watched like all... the synopsis of it because, like, I could understand if they did League of Legends. They've got such a rich lore behind it. But when hmm. I mean, Dota Two is not even going anymore. Everyone's moved on to League, and I never remember there being such a thick story with it. So I'm and sure look, it from... would have all been just writers going at it with using kind of the assets that Dota set up. So from what I've read online, there's they've taken, you know, certain playable characters and certain items and locations and put them into and kind of weaved a story around that in the in the yeah. anime. But the so the main the two there's two protagonists, uh Davion and some Sheila who I completely can't remember her name. So vanilla character I, I remember nothing of her. Um yeah. but uh basically Davion the Dragon Slayer is is fighting a dragon at some point, and there's a demon called Terrorblade, which is the dumbest name I've ever fucking heard. And just <laughs> hearing it spoke in the anime was like, I am Terrorblade. I was like, oh, this <laughs> fucking sucks. But anyway, this um, is back Davian, when was still pretty young, though. I mean, how old's Dota? Dota's got to be like 20. Oh, oh it's been out for you a have fucking to be while. 20. Um, but yeah, this, um, that sounds super like wow. Oh, it's so dumb. But like, so Davian gets taken, like possessed by this dragon who's an elder dragon who's part of these 12 dragons that are aligned with the the celestial elements. And then there's this chick who is the priestess of this goddess who's maybe bad, but is really bad. And then there's this sorcerer who lives in a, who lives in a tower. tower? And he's maybe good, Classic. but he's kind of also bad. And then there's elves that are kind of bad, but also kind of good. And it's just, it's so nothing. And I cared so little <laughs> about every character in there that it just, it, it it's it's nothing. And it's got these, uh, so it's basically all hand-drawn animation with the exception of the dragons and mm. the larger monsters, oh, which are not. these, they're CGI. Um, but the CGI is so awful. It is these just ganky fucking awful CGI things just meandering across the, like, across the yeah. screen while these kind of, you know, beautiful hand-drawn animations are just slashing at nothing. Like, it's it's so unapl- like un- unwatchably bad for the CGI. I, I fucking hated it. Yeah, that's, also- that reminds me of... Um, oh, I'm going to forget the name of it, but also another Netflix series that I watched, uh, Dragon Prince, maybe, or something. Dragon something. And it was Dragon's exactly Dogma. the same. Yes, uh, the, yeah. the dragon is CGI'd, right? Yeah. Is is it kind of that kind of vibe where it just? Yep. The two the two it, don't they don't mix they don't mix. And also, it's not like doing something real life with CGI, where you can kind of make up the ground. If you're doing like hand drawn with CGI, it does not work. So like, and I have seen it. I have seen it work in in certain series. Um, like. Uh, a series that I don't really want to get into much now because I've got a whole episode planned for it later. But Baki, um, the series, does CGI in with the animation and, and it looks good because they use the CGI in a way that makes the original kind of drawings come to life a bit more. And but, it gives 
Yeah, but they digitize the drawings though. They digitize Leading the drawings. Into yes. it, they make it a smooth transition. When a smooth transition. Yeah, if you've got something mm. that's doing like just hard of both styles layered on top of each other, you can see the difference. Which and also like uh, in in Dota, the the dragons have to like obviously engage with the the surrounds, and it it never. There's just this weird disconnect where it doesn't feel like yeah. the dragon has any weight or presence in the in the scene. It's just it's just. Yeah, it looks like it's just yeah, fucking this monstrosity just meandering across the screen. I, I didn't really, I, I, I didn't really like it. I fucking hated it. Okay, um, that's good feedback. But there, actually, there's a few more things that I hate before I go into the good things. There, there's the a race of elves in there. Like there's the elf race and the elven race, I should say. And for some reason, which boggles the mind, they decided for the voice actors for the elvish people, they would put. Uh, Aussie voice actors in there, or at least actors doing an Aussie accent, and I'll put in a clip right. I'll put in a clip right now. Fimrin, you're hurt. It's nothing. I don't return empty-handed. See. The lotuses of many. Been doing this? What? How did you? I found them in a pool of water in the Night Silver Woods. The Night Silver Woods? How did you get in? How did you get out? The flowers smell weird. And you did this by yourself? I had to. Someone had to. Because of a story. The Night Silver Woods are real. The lotuses are real. I saw home. Our real home. And and with these, I'll lead us back. We'll take it back. It's ours. Just like the story says. You are mad. But I love you. And I've missed you. Uh, we've all missed you. Not now. You? Don't you see it in the eyes? I do. But her nose looks just like yours. Smile for me. Aha! A bit of rabbit in your teeth. Right there. There's something to this. Something about you and this coin. Both are beautiful. Worship with us. We'll give the goddess our love. Love, love her together. together. Um of the of the of some snippets of the of the voice actors from the elves. So that'll How be that'll play that now. Sound? How wrong does that sound? <laughs> oh, you'll hear I'll send you I'll send you the clip after this, but it is just it's hearing fucked. you say with Australian accents, that just sounds so wrong. Yeah, it's not right. It's, our it's brains so are programmed right. like you hear you hear an Australian accent, you're definitely getting like some tough, like rugged character. Um but then, yeah. then you can have like elves which are very elegantly designed and figured kind of humanoids. It's so funny. And also like just hearing thick Australian mm. accents in a, like a thick fantasy world, like a, a big fantasy environment is just, it's chalk and cheese, mate. It's apples and oranges. It's two things that shouldn't mix. It's, yeah. you know, it's K-pop fans and Metallica fans. They just, they shouldn't blend together. You know, it's, it's not <laughs> right. Um, there are some good things about this anime though. I don't, I don't want to completely rag on it. The, it is so fast moving and it, you spend so many times in different beautiful locations. Like you're from, you're in a, like a, a realistic, not realistic, but like a 
a very fantasy style kind of inn. And then next thing you're in these like beautiful mountainscapes, these snowy mountains. And then, you know, you're in, you're in these beautiful caves and then the next you're in this elvish forest. And then you're in this, you know, celestial palace. And like, it's going to all these beautiful locations and, and like they're everything's so lush and beautiful looking. So, so that's good. But, but also the background's so interesting and so beautiful and the foreground with the pro tags and the characters in it is just so vanilla and dull that it just kind of, it amounts to nothing. Like it, uh, it almost cancels each other out. That being said, yep. there are a few, a few shining moments uh, in the series. There, there's some really good dialogue between, between um, the, the pro tags and stuff like that. And uh, a pretty decent pullback and reveal later in the season. Like it's, it's, it's okay. I think it pays off a little bit. Uh, but that being said, like, man, I was just bored most of the time. It was, I, w- I would have preferred it to be much worse or at least yep. a little bit better. But the fact that it's just so middle of the road makes me hate it a lot because it's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It kind of sounds like all the different teams working on it were not in sync with each other. Like, you've got the, the CGI with the hand drawn, you've got mm. obvi- obviously really beautiful storyboards and backgrounds, um, but mm. poorly drawn foreground and. A good story though, as long as it's got a good hook at the end. Yeah, I mean, probably going to come back for it. Look, uh, I'll watch season two if it comes out because yeah, you know I hate myself. Apparently, um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I've hated myself since I was fifteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, well, but talking. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Uh, but talking about mobas, me and you have been playing an absolute hot new. MOBA. Oh, what a ripper. I've been thinking about this game for so long and also, fun note, pronouncing it wrong for so long. Pokemon Unite came out instead of Pokemon Unity, which I was calling oh, it for about a year. you Unity for the whole time? Oh, I, was call- I even <laughs> mentioned it. I think I mentioned it on last episode. I said, oh, and Pokemon Unity comes out any day now. And then listening back, I was like, oh, no, it's, it's definitely Unite. Anyway, yeah. Pokemon <laughs> Unite came out. Yeah, good. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so joint developed by Pokemon, the Pokemon Company and Tencent Game Studios. Uh, It is a free-to-start game uh, launching on cross-platform Switch and mobile coming late September. So it's just available on the Switch now. It's been out for, what, three weeks, two weeks? Two weeks? It's it's two weeks, two weeks, yeah. Yeah, and me and you have played a fuck-ton. Yeah, I hurry out with at least thirty hours of this two weeks. Yeah, I che- I checked on the switch this morning. I've put in like thirty five hours, and you're at like forty. So yeah, we've 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 put some hours in, brother. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah, well, um, those forty hours just fly by, and so the, it, yes, it's a moba. They're ten minute games. They've got time limits on them. It's a switch from mm. normal mobas where you go until you win. Uh, these ones are timed, and we've done forty hours. At ten minute games, that's yeah, over so, hundred over a hundred games we've played. Yeah, easy. And um, um, so we should for anyone who doesn't know, we should break down. So a MOBA is a uh, multiplayer online battle arena game based around the core concept of two teams. Uh, in this case, it's a five v five. I think most MOBAs are actually five v five. Yeah. Um, where you everyone starts off as uh, at level one. Uh, some Pokemon start off as their first evolution. Some Pokemon don't. And basically, the goal of the game is for your team to catch as many wild Pokemon 
And then with the wild Pokemon you have caught, dump the points that you get from those into your enemies' towers or buckets or whatever you want to call them. And there are a few differences between the standard MOBAs um, that a lot of people are used to and Pokemon uh, Unity. One that I you think... Uh, Unite. <laughs> one that I think that is... Um, late for that. <laughs> one that I think that is uh, very interesting and I think changes the game play up a lot is that when you are under an enemy tower or an enemy dunk zone or enemy score zone, whatever you want to call it, you actually don't take any damage. So that for me changes up the gameplay a lot because me and you, uh, I don't know about you actually, but I've played a a lot of MOBAs in the past. I was a massive fan of, yeah, massive fan of Paragon, uh, Wild Rift, all these MOBAs. Uh, I did dip on league for a little bit. Like, um, all these MOBAs I, I really enjoyed. And this little combat mechanic of, oh, this little game mechanic of not taking damage while you're in the enemy's base makes this such an aggressive style of MOBA where it's just, yep. it's constant pushing. It's constant pushing. There's the a hazardous play mode or a hazardous, uh, no, sorry, a, not hazardous, a uh, restrained play mode where you're playing safe never pays off in this game. Passive. You, have you can't to be, be passive. Yeah. You've got to be aggressive. You can't be passive. You've got to be aggressive. So, man, for me, this is, I'm going to say it, the funnest MOBA I've ever played. It, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've spent a lot of time on MOBAs. I mean, I started back with Heroes of New Earth. Um, would have been 10 years ago. The OGs know what that's about. Actually, the OGs know yeah. what Dota's about. Yeah. But the, but the older guys know what Heroes of New Earth's about. And then I went into League. Played a lot of League. Um, and I do uh, like other like le- leagues. The big boy, um, it's the most well done. But this this new kind of uh, style that Pokemon have brought to the table for MOBAs is so it's very unique, super interesting, and like you said, it changes the pace of a MOBA. A MOBA is about building, building, and getting small leads on your. Um, your enemy so that then you can steamroll. Um, mm. But then they also have the option to come back at the end. Um, that option's still available from uh, Unite, but you can be so aggressive that it's it uh, it's kind of it's kind of changes the general st- uh, stages of how you a MOBA plays. So it's yeah. become it's it's got its own lane almost now as a as a MOBA. Um, yeah, I would say I would say it's definitely um, uh, in a different category to to mm-hmm. most other mobas. Well, to all other mobas, I would almost yeah. say this is like a um, an action based moba where it's there's there's not like and I've uh, with the the history I've with my history with mobas I've experienced like with my experiences, um, it's there's a lot of slow moments in mobas where you're just you know you're farming last hits you know you're building your stuff you're you know, doing little poke damage and retreating back and little poke damage and giving little inches every time. But where with, you know, in these 10 minute Pokemon Unite games, it is like, go, 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 go. Like you, you, it's not, it's not little pokes and stuff like this. You're, you're running in, you're doing big bits of damage or you're taking big bits of damage and you're trying to get out. And like, because, um, the punishment for death uh, with the exception of you know your your team your, the opposing team gaining XP, it's not really as present as it is in other as other mobas. Like you're, oh, you're not, not at all. Yeah, because yeah, you're not 
you're not losing anything if you die almost without yeah. the, you know, you're giving experience to the other players, but um, total deaths mean nothing. Like we've had games where we've played where, you know, our total deaths on our team may be, you know, each, each, each member of the team has got, you know, five, 10 kills. Yep. And we've, there's members on the other team with 30 kills and we've still won. Like, you know what I mean? Like death, yep. death kills don't matter. Exactly. And yeah, the, the, the uh, map boss, which is the Baron in League, um, it's a Zapdos. Will spawn right in the middle of the map, and if you get that, and, well, also worth mentioning, in the last two minutes is like the the end period where double points are activated. Fuck yeah! yeah. Um, in a game that's all about scoring points, like the entire game can change. It does change in those last two minutes. Every um, game, every game changes every game. dramatically in those last two minutes. Every game, we've 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 gone from being down four hundred points to winning by two. Um, yeah. So, it's the, uh, ten minutes, and they've, they've positioned themselves perfectly that like no matter what, those ten minutes count as well. It's not it's not play mm. for three minutes, get steamrolled, and then just forfeit. Um, although we want to do that sometimes when we're pissed off at certain like teammates. Many times. Um, yeah. You've got to get to that eight minute mark when Zapdos spawns in the middle of the the field, and then <clears throat> kill him. Or, or score. You can still score like normal, get double points. But if you kill him, then you get instant scores. Um, worth mentioning when when you do go to score on the enemy's base, there's there's a bar you have to fill up um, without being attacked to dunk the points. The more points you have, the longer that bar takes to fill up. Um, which I was I hated on that at the start, but perfect mechanic. It's yeah, um, it's perfect. Yeah. So it's super interesting. It's definitely paving its own lane it it's a well-needed take uh kind of pivot on a very strictly structured genre which is moba because um, you can go to any other moba you can play you can play one and be good at one and you can basically pivot into all the others because this one's different enough that you're going to have to learn it um mm. or and observe it um so I, super stoked with it, it. I also find it like with a lot of other MOBAs um, I've played in the past, like Smite and stuff like that. Um, would you classify Smite as a MOBA? Yeah, Smite's a MOBA. It's got MOBA it's... modes. It's got modes with lanes and towers in it. I'd call that yeah. a... Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey. we mostly played the arena, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, I played a shit ton <clears throat> of actual Smite yeah. with lanes and arena. But anyway, The, th- the third uh, person what... ones are always going to be a little bit different just because of angles yeah. that you can see and whatnot. But um, yeah, no. I but... With 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 the uh, like in regards to smite and stuff like that and uh, other mobas, the the item system and stuff is so is so complex to go into. And at first glance, Pokemon Unity seems very simple. You know like there's the oh, <laughs> I'm gonna call I'll call you out on every single turn. <laughs> I'm gonna put like a ding sound in every time I do it, and then you know, fucking hell. Yeah, let's have um, a counter going. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, with with Pokemon Unity. Um, it, on the outset, it seems so simple and, you know, so easy to grasp. But when you get into it and when you start figuring out, okay, what moves combo together, what uh, what Pokemon combo together well, you know, what lane together, what, who lanes together well, you know, what are these small buffs on the map do? There's so much minutia that you can kind of fiddle with and get your head around that it, it is complicated. Like for a game that yep. seems so simple, there is a lot of... There is a lot of things going on in the background that once you know, you get at least a lot better or you get better at the game and you, you can understand how things are going. 
And classic example is uh, for the first, I don't know, 20 games or 15 games me and you played together, we were getting um, absolutely wrecked anytime there was a ganger on the opposite team. And <laughs> we, we just, we didn't know what was happening. We were going from full health to no health in seconds and ganger was just dipping in, doing a bunch of damage and dipping out. We, we couldn't figure out what was happening. And then we were reading through Gengar's ability sets and kind of trying to work out, you know, what was happening. And his ability, if you... So, if you pick the moves for Gengar, Sludge Bomb and Hex, you can you oh, do don't, something don't, don't where... Don't get rid of the secret, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it, it's getting buff, uh, nerfed as we speak, so it's fine. Yeah. Um. So, what was it? So... Sludge Bomb would inflict poison on whoever it hit in a target area. And Hex, if you hit a Pokemon who was being affected by a status condition such as poison, it would reduce the cooldown of Hex and you could use it quicker. Uh, But instead of reducing the cooldown of Hex, it removed the cooldown of Hex. So once Gengar had you poisoned, you were basically dead because Hex works at a large radius. You can teleport from large areas that, you know, for across great distances on the map. So even if you have a dash ability or, yeah, or an eject button or you're in a tower or you're getting healed or you hit a berry, none of it matters because Hex is going to melt you. Yeah. Basically, the only counter was to, to learn the time difference between the sludge bomb and the Hex and make sure that you dashed as soon as you knew he was going to do the hex, because it's a very, you, you're basically spamming the buttons. So there's about, there's roughly one yeah. second between the sludge bomb going off, or it's probably half a second, honestly, between the sludge bomb going off and the first hex. That's one second hex, after that. Yeah. You have to dash at that exact moment, and if you don't, you're gone. Like, you're not going to get well, away from I was it. Doing no a, chance. I was doing a different counter where I was. Uh, Eject buttoning, uh, eject buttoning away from the sludge bomb because he he does, there is an animation you can see of Gengar using sludge bomb. Yeah. So you just eject into it, like you just do eject button in any direction, and you eject button out of the radius because sludge bomb is a rather small, you know, uh, AOE. So you can just eject, uh, eject button out of it, and once if yep. sludge bomb misses, Gengar's dead. He's he's got nothing. Even an <laughs> ultimate, you can basically power through. Yeah, and that's yeah, what I mean. Like this um, game has been so much fun for these two weeks because we've been figuring out all this stuff, and it's fucking great. Yeah, because obviously there's only a small pool of Pokemon that's freely available. Um, outside mm. of that, you got you got to either play a, a buttload, or well, actually, you have to. You can only get a certain amount of currency each week. Um, yeah, so, and once you play past that, you've got to pay for more. Um, pay for more access to rewards currency, from playing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it's kind of like, oh, there's, there's a Pokemon we haven't versed a lot, completely don't understand, say like Absol, I have no idea, luckily he's free now, so I'm going to get, I'm going to get a lot of time with him, um, Mm. but yeah, that, that, that first period of trying to figure out Gengar was honestly mind-wrecking, because we were just, we couldn't believe it, he would, he would just pop up and we'd be dead, um, didn't know what was going on. In seconds, too, like, it wasn't even like, Gengar pop up and you're like, oh, there's Gengar, it would be like, oh, I see Gengar, oh, I'm dead. What? What? Yeah. Wait. What? Huh? What? Um, <laughs> so of course he was the but, first Pokemon that I, I purchased for free. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you say it's a small. You, you say it's a small roster, but it's it, like it's it's quite substantial. So it's um. I, don't I mean, like I at, at the start, it's only it's only it's only about six 
like when you're free to play and you first start playing, you only end up with about six after maybe 20 games. The the full roster is what? So it's Zero Aura, Charizard, Bulbasaur, uh, Venusaur, Snorlax, Mr. Mime, Crustle, Camarant, Absol, uh, Garchomp, Cinderace, Jigglypuff, Slowbro, Eldegross, Eldegross, Talonflame, Gengar, obviously, Gengar, Marchamp. Greninja, Marchamp, Alolan, Ninetales. Pikachu. I think that's it. Pikachu. And that yeah, yeah. and that's the roster. Oh, and now we got Gardevoir as well. Yeah, the thirst trap Pokemon. <laughs> oh boy. Uh. Um but like out of that roster, I've played I've played a fair I've played I've played a lot of games and um of like with different Pokemon and I've I've found uh this is a defense game Pokemon. Like I uh, uh, the defense Pokemon shine in this game the best. There, There is There's no other category of Pokemon that is l- more out of balance than it is defense Pokemon. They are yep. all broken. All yeah, broken. If you understand how to play them, because um, it's a different play style to the hyper-aggressive um, mm. speedsters or even some of the attack are also hyper-aggressive, um, they, can be the mo- they are the most disruptive. They still do chunks of damage um, i was crustal every game i played with every game i've played with crustal i've ended up with double digits kills because he, he's nuts he can he can 1v2 in lane without support without being out leveled like he is just broken and he's not get nothing's happening to him in this latest uh patch and i'm so thrilled because every yeah, cat no, no, like every pokemon that's getting Every character that we've complained is is busted. Your Gengar, your Zero Aura, and I've got fucking issues with Zero Aura. Your Cinderace, <laughs> any of these characters that were Camerant, any of these super broken characters are all are all getting nerfs, and nothing yeah. happened to my boy Crustle, <clears throat> and it's fantastic because you know, his I've, his I've ability set is nuts. Yeah, well, he, well, he's got he's got if you go either pathing, he's got like a trap, which is a massive trap. Yeah, um, can block an in, nearly an entire lane, and yeah, um, he's got his slams, which and his basic his charged basic attack also is ridiculous. Yeah, the, well, I I always run him with the um, instead of the rock tomb, which is the block uh, the the trap. I run him with um, shell smash because shell smash has a super low cooldown and it immediately converts all my defense into. Special attack, speed, mm. and special defense. So it just means as soon as I get into battle, I just pop that. Everyone uses their abilities on me, which I am super tanky against now. And I'm quick to get away and quick to chase. Yeah. And you cross that with X Scissor, which has a pretty large, which has a push. So it pushes, you can push enemies out of towers or push them into slow lanes of your lane or, you know push them away from berries or do whatever you want. Just push them anywhere you want. Push them into your team. Um, yep. It's just nuts, man. Crustle is broken. And then his ultimate or unite move, as I think they're called in this game, Not a is just... Move. Yeah, his unity move. <laughs> is, just, um, is just a buffed up version of Cell Smash with an AoE damage around him. So, like, it's he's yep. broken. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, yeah. But a character I want to talk about who was the bane of my existence for at least the first 40 games I played and was your main, uh, Zero Aura. 
Can you explain to me how the fuck Zero Aura is allowed to be in this game? Because I fucking hate it. Yeah, if one is a mythic Pokemon, so he's already a much higher cast. Um, he's basically the noble of the gang. But yeah, he's he's literally like a nuke going off. Um, without like without the exception of Gengar, um, he does Gengar has to obviously spam the moves, so there is room for error in the auto targeting. Um, well, as we said, there's ways to get out of him. You know, like yeah, but Zeraora can show up and delete uh, multiple characters. Like that's yeah. all. I, I mean, that's how I get. I, I get like four kill streak um, or a quadra kill just by dashing in dropping my your unite move and the discharge which is an AOE that does incredibly high tick damage and then you can it um, you have a return dash um, to get out so he's just an in and out drop the bomb and he's disappeared before you even know what's going on Along with his um, yep. basic attacks, that he's charged, his charged attack does double damage and attacks twice. In like It's double damage because he attacks twice nearly instantly. Um, yeah, there's not many people that are going to get away from him. The one the one thing being, like when you come up against an, another Zerora, it's whoever gets the moves off first is going to win. Yeah, I, I fucking hated him. So Zerora was best played as a jungler. And if, excuse me. If you know anything about MOBAs, you know what the position of a jungler is. It's it's the the teammate who spends most of the time not in lane, you know, just clearing jungle camps, getting buffs, and uh, swans into lane, gets a bunch of kills, lets the, the enemy um, push up lane, gets all the glory and fucks off. And, John, I could not think of a better person that I know to play the role of a jungler. <laughs> Because that is what you lived for. And the few games in which you didn't get to play as a jungle character were some of the funnest games of my life because all I listened to for 10 minutes was you complaining about how bad being in lane was. Just like so many, just, oh, I can't even do, man, no, they're just, they're taking all my last hits. No, no, why, no, I can't. Why is he doing this? No, no, okay, no, surrender. Everyone surrender, guys. This game's thrown. And it was just like... You turned into the most toxic fucking yeah. mobile player. It was so funny. I hated it I was so much. Howling. It's funny. The, I never surrender. I never went to surrender a game where I was in the jungle lane. No. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you put John Boy, Johnny Boy in lane, he fucking hate. He can't share the glory. He just John lives to swan into lane, get a few kills, push up I the have lane, a problem. And fuck like, off. I, I have no problem if someone selected a jungler. Um, even if I'd already selected a jungler, I'd I'd pass and then I'd just switch into a a DPS on a lane. I had no problem doing that, but yes, I did turn into the massive critic if they oh, would yeah, not you do were... it exactly correct. Yeah, you're <laughs> the bloody divorcee dad who shows up on the weekends, has all the fun, <laughs> takes them to the roller coasters, dumps them off on Monday morning so the other parent can do the school for the whole week. You, you're always the hero, <laughs> but you take none of the responsibility, mate. I'd be in lane. I'd be in lane grinding for six minutes, just... Pushing back, getting last heals, doing poke damage, doing doing a few cheeky dunks. You would swan in, fucking get two kills. Everyone would be like, yeah, great work, great work. Go on, go on, Zero Aura. Good work. Now we push the lane. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. No, I've been sweating up here for eight minutes doing doing work. But no, yeah, no. Let's celebrate. Hey, John. man, I, I, pr- I appreciate the defense top lane. <laughs> um, I want to go back to defense characters. Can we talk about the brokenness that is Snorlax? Because... 
He fucking he is sucks. Very. He's. He, honestly, I, I'd say he's more broken than Crustle in terms of. He's broken in more of a sustain, and absolute yeah. annoying manner. But there was games where me and you were um, trying to take down a Snorlax. Two on one would get him to like one hit. He would fully heal with his restore or whatever. Sleep. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, we're we're trying to get him back down to one hit. And by the time we could get him down to one hit, everything's off cooldown, and he restores again, sleeps again, and it's just, <laughs> it's just never end. He can just hold in lane for so long. And then the worst part, the only time I've ever lost a game where we've won. Actually, it's happened a few times now where I've lost a game where we have got Zapdos, we're about to do a dunk. The only time I've ever lost those games is when Snorlax is in lane and he uses a barrier and pushes our whole team out. Yep. And he can hold everyone there for so long that he's the he's insane. A good Snorlax is better than the best DPS possible. Uh, a good Snorlax is the best character. There is, like the, yeah. He is the best character in terms of... yeah that, that defensive barrier alone is probably the best move there is. Yep, I, he, I would, it's I would agree. So that, massive, yeah. and you have to go out so wide to get around it that he can literally just back up, so that he's he's backing up at the basically the same speed as you are, so you can't get around it, and then he'll just move forward and push and keep push push push, and if he moves forward quickly, you just you get like combo pushed, and you can't do anything. You might as well be. It's no. basically a stun lock, um, and also if you. If you are using an ability like your Unite move um, and Snorlax bumps you with his barrier, it cancels out your Unite moves and starts your cooldown back from 0%. And it is... Yep. I've... N oh, I could have snapped my Switch in half um, the multiple times Snorlax has done this to me and just cancelled out my Unite move. Like, just, just cancel it out. And it doesn't reset your... Like, in other games, if your move gets cancelled out really quickly, it'll reset your cooldown... Or your percentage timer to like eighty percent. Yeah. But nah, back to zero. You start all over again, and it's fucking infuriating. Yeah, it, and it isn't. It's also it's infuriating that there's only a handful of, of um, Pokemon that can do that, and some of them can do it without even using. Like obviously with Snorlax, he just uses his barrier. That's not his ultimate. That's not his unite nope. move. Um, uh, my champ can just seismic toss you. Uh, is it a seismic toss? Sub, uh, submission. S submission you. Um, yep. Cancels out every... Everything. Uh, it just move. cancels everything. Without, without the, with the exception of um, Charizard, because you can't grab Charizard when he's in the sky. And Talonflame as well? No, no, Talonflames is different, yeah. Talonflame goes off really quickly. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those Unite moves where it's like an instant thing. Um, yeah. A character that just got a bunch of buffs too, uh, which is good because I I played a yeah. few games with Talonflame and it's a really fun character to play, uh, except none of its moves did anywhere close to the amount of damage it felt like it should do. Where yeah, you and could it's hit, got a massive damage buff on every aspect. Of yeah, basic every attack, aspect of Talonflame got got a got a buff. So, which is good because it's such <clears> a fun move set. I don't know if you use Talonflame at all, but. Never. Um, you're so quick. It's the fastest character in the whole game. You're so quick around map and you can travel between like a cross map lane, like go from the bottom lane to the top lane through the jungle insanely quick. 
And then you've got moves like fly where you're invulnerable. You swoop down, do a massive AOE damage, and then you can uh, trail that into uh, like a, I think it's brave wing or aerial ace where it's again, a little bit like a a pull attack, sorry, a push attack away from you. And the cooldown for fly is not very long as well. And plus you're very quick. So if you see something like X speed or a jet button, you could get out of damage way because you can't take a hit to save your life. Yep. Like you're just so weak. I would Fly say the again, biggest glass can, like the most fragile Pokemon yep. would be Talonflame at the moment. And if they've buffed everything, it is now officially a glass cannon. If, the, if that's the playstyle of Talonflame where it's just run and gun the whole time, I am fucking on board. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a it's super it. fun moveset. Yeah. They've also given, um, which I was actually surprised they gave Absol an all-round... Uh, buff attack well, boost yeah. buff um considering that he, he has just a basic ability where he becomes completely invulnerable for like a second and a half two seconds and hits you like four or five times um to give him a damage boost like that is i've already i played two games and one of the games was pretty unbearable um against the absol he was kind of it was kind of like a delete he's turned into zero aura now oh um, god <laughs> i know right <laughs> They kind of adjusted them a little bit. Um, but also Charizard got a damage buff on both of his abilities, uh, Flamethrower and Fire Blast, which is the main path that you should take when you're playing him. So I'm going to give him that's, a good run. That's one thing I, I, I do <clears throat> kind of... kind of sucks about, about a lot of the Pokemon, where there is such a clear move combination you should be using. Um, yeah where it doesn't allow you to experiment. Um, because, like, as we said with Gengar, his, his Sludge Bomb and Hex, we've played games where we've had a Gengar on our, ta- on our team not using that combination, and it, they're just useless. They, yeah. they have no... They're, they're so weak and so powerless, it's, it's almost redundant to have them on their team. And same with a few other characters i played. Slowbro, for example... Um, the character I main for ages. If he has the option to run Surf um, or Scold and Telekinesis and Amnesia. Um, if you run Scold and Amnesia, you, you're useless. You ha- can yeah. do no damage and you can... Amnesia just uh, makes you, you Slowbro forget a little bit of damage he's taken and because of his ability, he takes damage slowly over time. But to use Amnesia, you have to... Well, when you trigger the ability, you momentarily pause. Um, like, you momentarily stop moving and you have to... You know, your ability has to use. And anytime you're using Amnesia is when you're in a fight or escaping. And it just makes it completely redundant because you stop for long enough for everyone to catch up for you or for you to become a target for whatever nuts ability is going on. And Scald is just a push attack. It does nothing. Where Surf and Telekinesis... Surf... I mean, you've played games with me when I'm playing so, Slowbro. Surf is nuts in late game. It, <laughs> it wipes teams. It's yeah. so, it's so terrifying. And telekinesis is a it, is a stop. And it like if you land telekinesis on a character, they're dead. Especially in a team fight, they're dead. Yep. They're completely stopped. They can't do anything. It negates all their abilities. It's it's a it's a death sentence. Yeah, well, considering the surf is a is a three tick um, disruption. If you get hit with, with an the whole AOE thing, you get, wide you get disrupted fuck. three times and it can hit your whole team. Um, it's perfect for defending the final hoop. Um, yep. And then, yeah, if you lock someone up and you've got another teammate there, that car- that Pokemon's done for. Um, 
no chance. Yep. But it it depends on running as a duo um, because that ability won't do anything if you're not. Um, yeah, we well, can, no, we can it, it's still useful. It's still useful <clears throat> because it still cancels out abilities. So um, yep. I've, I've done it when I've slow, solo laned and I've had a zero aura come in with discharge and I've just hit him with that telekinesis and immediately cancelled out discharge, which makes zero aura so less terrifying because just being around <laughs> him is not ticking you for damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Can but you? Yeah, I, like, I haven't played him before. Have you you can cancel you, if you, your mid hex is a Gengar. Can you cancel or it won't? It won't auto lock. Yeah, you can can you can cancel. Uh, you can you can stop uh, Gengar's hex. But the problem is, if you're already in the Gengar chain, hex teleports Gengar into a yep. realm. So land. It's a it's a skill shot land for telekinesis. So you're landing at the it right is, time. It's next to impossible. I don't think I've ever landed it because, yeah, as you know, when Gengar uses Hex, he just fucking dips into the Shadow Realm and comes back up to fuck your life. Like, it's just, you know, <laughs> you're not hitting him. Man. Um, we don't... We, yeah, we Also, like, I'd like to see... I was surprised that they didn't put another healer um, support in and they went for another offensive character in Gardevoir. Um, Only you say Gardevoir or Gardevoir? I would say Gardevoir. Gardevoir. But then again, I pronounce it Pokemon Unity, so don't listen to my advice on pronouncing <laughs> fucking anything. Yeah, no, you don't have a great track record. The resume's not no. that great. Um, yeah, I, were you surprised it was going to be an offensive character? Considering, I mean, the, the game is pretty rich in offensive, offensive characters. characters. Yeah. Look, I was... First of all, I was surprised that they went... No, I wasn't surprised that they went with Gardevoir. I was shocked when Gardevoir was the first uh, Pokemon dropping instead of Blastoise because it feels like they've done Blastoise so dirty. The only part, like the only original starter that wasn't in the original lineup, like it's fucking dirty. Yeah, and he he would be so easy in there as as a... um, Well, you've got Venusaur as offensive. You've got Charizard who is an all-rounder. Really, I believe that they maybe all should be all rounders. Um, I would say make them all all rounders, but I sense Blastoise will be a, a defense defensive. character. Well, I, that's the thing. I hope not because Blastoise is the biggest pimp out there. Like he's in like in game, he can be the most devastating with a hydro pump. Um, I, I feel like they're going to put him with like a a. Um, like it's a shell, of, one of his shell attacks, like one of these, like a withdrawal or something like that um, for a defense move. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, like I have a strong feeling he'll be... I have a feeling he'll be defense character. Uh, we do know that there's a few more characters coming. Uh, so we know that Blastoise is coming. We know Chansey is coming. And I think there's one more that I can't quite remember. But I was going to ask you, do you... Do you have a dream Pokemon that you hope gets gets dropped into Pokemon uh, Unity? Oh, my, my number one... You just said it again. Um, my number one Pokemon, of course. I want Tyranitar in there, baby. He's going to come eventually. Oh, better. yeah. Tita will be in there for sure. Uh, for me, man, I just want Krogunk. Give me fucking Krogunk. Krogunk or Metacross? I feel like Metacross could be fucking sick. Krogunk doesn't have any evolved forms, does he? Uh, Toxicrogue. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't... They've already got one frog, though, you see. Do they? Yeah, they've got to, oh, they've got to have the diversity there, man. They've already got a frog. 
Ah, uh, surprising for the guy it. that's absolutely terrified of frogs. You want you want. To... <laughs> I like Krogunk. I really like do Krogunk. like Krogunk. He's yeah, he's really cool. Um, an attitude. You know what pisses me off, and I've ranted to you this a few times, <clears throat> is the fact that they didn't give all the Pokemon their evolutions. So with Charizard, yep. you start off as Charmander, you go to Charmeleon, you know. With Greninja, you start off as Froakie, you go to Froppy, you go to Greninja, you know, with Slowpoke, you you start a Slowpoke, you go to Slowbro, yada, yada, yada. But, like, Snorlax doesn't have Munchlax. Uh, Lucario starts as, uh, doesn't start as Riolo, it starts as Lucario. Pikachu is just Pikachu, you don't even have the option to go to Raichu or start as Pichu. Yeah, um, I can understand that one, because Pikachu is the Pikachu, like, he's Pikachu. But the yeah, others... also, Raichu. Raichu's fucking rad. Yeah, to you, but not 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 the um, not yeah, the, I, 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 not yeah, okay. the main community. So I can give you that one. But Munchlax to Snorlax, and I mean we've seen it in game. Snorlax is so tanky early game and late game yeah. and mid game. Like if he had Munchlax, it would make early game a little bit easier to lane against Snorlax. And like Lucario is beefy as fuck, early game, mid game, and late game. If he was Riolo yep. for you know the first half of early game, and like it doesn't take long to evolve these Pokemon. Usually you've evolved like Slowbro evolves at level four, um, Alola Ninetales level four. I think Gardevoir is the only one that takes to level ten to come online, and Garchomp takes a little while to come online. But like the ones with three, you could get three are um yeah five and eight I think ten, yeah well Gardevoir's ten, ten. Gar- I know Gardevoir's ten because I played Gardevoir the other day. Oh, um, ten then yeah, but like yeah, getting to level four is not hard. Usually you're at level four the first time you do an engage with the enemy in lane, or yep. around that time. So yeah, yeah, it baffles me that they didn't put these Pokemon in because it just yeah it makes early game seem so unfair and also it kind of makes the narrative of the game not really make sense. Yeah, well, um, like friend of the show Odin, he did mention like that they're all technically baby Pokemon that yes. didn't get added. Um, yeah. So, I guess I can I guess I can see a little bit of like consistency there at least. Um, that it's not yeah. the baby Pokemon, but I agree that the consistency stops with not going to Raichu. Um, but he's also a special case. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see if they keep doing it out, and if it goes outside of what's technically known as a baby Pokemon, um, then I think I think that'll start getting on my nerves a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a friend of the show, Odin, did mention that. And I went, once he did, I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. You don't really want babies in a in a combat environment. But also, I don't know, like, this is this is kind of so removed from the Pokemon universe that we know of, you know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah, there's so many different things happening in here that it feels like they could have made the exception to be like, yeah, okay, it just for the narrative sake, let's, let's keep all Pokemon with their evolutionary paths. And if they needed yep. to make an exception for Pikachu, I could understand that. Um, but I yeah, agree. Like, like, especially, like, Rylou's, like, one of my favourite Pokemon as well. Lucario's one of my favourite Pokemon, obviously, his first form. I'm super Well, even, like, that. Mr. Mime. I, I find Mime Jr. a very, you know, fun and kind of cute character. And I'd love yeah. to see little Mime Jr. running around, doing a little bit of damage, and then evolving into Mr. Mime, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, yeah, I suppose, but yeah, fuck, whatever. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what to come. 
Um, but I mean, Chansey, what's the what's the what's um the very first one for? They um Happy sorry, they, they also um Jigglypuff. They don't have Eaglypuff. That's the other one. Yeah. Um, the baby form and of Jigglypuff. Yeah. Uh, Chansey, the uh, baby form is Happiny. Terrible, terrible Pokemon. Yeah, but Brock gets a <laughs> Happiny, and it's very strong. Yeah, but Brock's a pedophile. Not a pedophile. Yeah. He's, no, he's a sex he's a pervert. He's a pervert. Yeah, he's a sex pervert. He's a sex pervert. He's not a pedophile. No. <laughs> that was the wrong word. <laughs> we're going to get well, on this. <laughs> ah, it's fine. So, look, we're, we're, we're rounding the hour mark. We should probably start pulling up stumps. But do you have any overall thoughts that you want to want to talk about for Pokemon Unite? Well so done. Right that time. Thank you. Well done. You. I can see. I can see you really thinking about it. Too. I do. I literally so had to read my my note that's in the <laughs> right with an e. I don't know how um, I pronounced it wrong for a fucking year. Oh, before it came out, that's fair enough. But then, like after that, hmm. when the, when you're on the loading screen looking at the word unite, still well, even it, literally the loading screen is like Pokemon Unite, and that's it, when it I was like, oh it. fuck. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, like I said, it's only two weeks in today. Um, well, as, as of recording, it's two weeks in. So plenty to, plenty of, um, expectations, plenty of developments are still to come. Obviously two weeks in and they're putting massive amount of, um, nerfs, buffs, and also bug fixes. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're putting a lot of effort into the game. I would expect also there's going to be more game modes implemented as well. I'd ho- I'd like to see a map rotation. Oh, worth mentioning though, there is a hefty map rotation in Quick Play. There's three three maps at launch that are outside of the main map, which is in standard and ranked. Fantastic. The quick yeah, games and quick go play, five quick minutes. Play is fucking fun too. Yeah. Yeah, and each of those maps plays differently as well. So there is a good variety of content um, outside of the main uh, main game format. And a good roster of yeah, like wild sure. Pokemon on there as well, which are quite interesting choices. Uh, some of the wild Pokemon also evolved at certain time points through the game, which I thought was a very nice touch. Mm. Um, actually, it was probably one of my favourite things about outside of how to play the game. I enjoyed about the development of it. Um, yeah, heaps. Oh, Phil, let's talk about the drip in this game. Oh, oh my god, mate! The, the amount of times I've changed my outfit, and the first thing I've done has been like, "Hey, John! Hey, John! Hey, John! Check, check the drip shit. out, bra! Check the drip out, bra! Oh. It's it's fantastic. You oh. you can look as dorky as you want, and you can also look so fucking cool. It's yes. like ah." Oh. I'm gonna uh, like I'll upload a picture to the Instagram of, of the current drip I'm rocking because I'm going for this whole sailor farmer aesthetic with thongs and I look <laughs> fantastic. Well, let's get the. Line I can't get, we'll I get... can't have a beard though, and that's that. You know. Yeah, I reckon though. I, no, I reckon that, well, at the moment the only uh, head cosmetic that includes hair is a cap that has um, the straight hair coming out of it. That you were rocking for a bit. Um, I I'd like to see some facial hair. That'd be pretty dope. But let's let's get yeah let's get like a lineup uh, a photo of all the boys in the drip. For sure. Um, I mean, I managed to get that expert rank outfit, and boy, do I look like a, a modern oof. like a mid a modern like Tokyo Shinobi, bro. Oh my god. Oh, you you look straight out of Tokyo Revengers. It's it's yes. fantastic, man. I fucking love it. <laughs> um, so Tokyo look, cool obviously, 
obviously Pokemon Unity is getting it in every possible way. Yes, it's, sir. it's one of the most it's one of the most it's the most fun I've had gaming this year. Um, when it comes to multiplayer games, I've I've loved truly every second of the forty hours I've put in in two weeks. <laughs> you, I, you, and I, you haven't played a game that much in fuck knows how long. The last game I probably played that much was Hearthstone, and I was mm. the most depressed person on the planet <laughs> at that point happy. in time. This makes us this so I'm happy. this I'm happy. It's fucking great, uh, man, John. It has been absolutely fantastic having you here. We're not done I, yet. I got one more thing to say, guys. Tower of God has been back for almost three weeks now. Your boy hasn't been on the pod, so he couldn't yell out to everyone. But, mm. the man, chapters are dropping again, Phil, and I tell you what, am I excited, and the content is amazing. There's plenty of years of good good content from Tower of God to come. Fuck yeah, I love Tower of God, man. Um, as always, guys, you know what to do. If you enjoy what we're doing, please leave a five-star review, rate and review, all that shenanigans. Um, if you want to get in touch with us here at the pod, please email us at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Check out Instagram out at lordsofdorktown. Yeah, that's about all I want to say. Uh, much love. Johnny, do you want to sign us off? Yes, much love, everyone. Keep safe, stay healthy, and keep it dorky, baby. Yo! Let's go play Pokemon Unity. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>